Welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Oh, I wish uh, I wish Harry could be as excited as you are, brother Brian. I don't know. He's very, he's very ornery. What's going on, Harry? What is, what's wrong? I'm not sure. We'll see how the show goes today. You're not betting a, a ton of money and losing like the rest of us. I know that can't be it. That's kind of smart, um, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, because, geez, these games have been brutal. Oh, man. The dogs were nine and five this week. I don't know. Maybe I'm counting from... I don't know where the week starts, but maybe from since... Last Wednesday, underdogs are nine and five. We saw some crazy stuff last night. We're recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, Pittsburgh blows a two touchdown lead. Joel Solomon, producer here, is very upset about it. 14 nothing. Uh, Buffalo beats up on San Francisco. I was wrong on both. Brother Brian, I know you were wrong on both. Um, yep. but I don't even know where to start with that Pittsburgh game. First of all, not enough is being made of the fact that Alex Smith stole the game. He stole the ball yeah. and stole the game at halftime. What a smart freaking thing to do. The clock was running. Washington wasn't going to be able to, I don't think they were going to be able to get the field go off to no. cut that lead to 14-3. Um, so what does Alex Smith do? He, he grabs the ball. He had the last play from scrimmage. He runs off the field with it, and the refs are like, whoa, whoa, we got to stop the clock with seven seconds, even though there was no way they were getting the field goal team on. Brian, that was crazy, and that was huge towards the game. Uh, yeah, that was huge. I mean, it would have been fourteen nothing right at half. I couldn't believe what had happened because when they when they made that play before it, I was like, "Oh man, they they ran out of time here. It's going to go right to half." But then the officials come on, and they're like, uh, "Clock had to stop because we had to change balls." It's like change balls. Wait, if you run off the field with the ball, like that's it, right? Shouldn't the clock just keep running? Why did the clock ever stop? Delay a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was it was ridiculous. And yeah, and that three point ended up being huge. I mean, being up 14 nothing at halftime is much it's much different than 14 three. They must not have seen Alex Smith run off with the ball. They must have just been like, we don't know where the hell the ball is, because otherwise that's a delay a game call. And this matters because the crazy swing of these spreads at the game, these games that are supposed to be played, then they get moved. But Pittsburgh initially opened at 10. It went to what, like five, six, six and five. a half, or something? It went to five, five, right five, before five. the game. It went to it went to five right before the game. I'm an idiot. I play money line, so I don't really pay so much attention to it. But uh, yeah, it was right around five, five and a half. All of a sudden, fourteen three, fourteen ten. Uh, was it seventeen? Then then they tied it. I don't get it. what's going on, Parley kid, with Pittsburgh. Uh, I see that they have the most drops out of any team by yeah. ten. They have thirty one drops. But Big Ben also doesn't look like he's get. Could the drops also be the quarterback's fault? I guess if if it's thrown oh, a boy, little I behind mean, him. I mean, in some ways, Big Ben had his best game statistically, uh, but yeah. he didn't look like he controlled that offense for sure. I think there's a few things going on with the Steelers. And look, they've one loss this year, so right. uh, we can't be too hard on them. But Ben lost. Any chance of MVP went out the window yesterday. And Alex Smith, uh, we've been debating uh, about that um, – Comeback Player of the Year award, and it looks like Alex Smith iced it and earned it yesterday with his win over Ben, who was probably the right. who I thought should have been the favorite for Comeback Player of the Year. But Smith won it yesterday, uh, and now Ben's out of the MVP conversation. He's not going to get it if they don't go undefeated, so he's gone with that. But 
I here's my take on on uh, Pittsburgh. They can't run the ball for some right. reason. Um, I don't know why uh, these. I, I can't believe how poor everybody's been in like fourth and one situations the last few weeks. Pittsburgh in particular. Uh, I think they used a very short passing game as uh, like the running game. So Ben really doesn't take too many shots downfield. Early in the year, he definitely targeted Claypool a lot more down the field. Mm -hmm. He hasn't done it. I think Ben's arm is going a little bit bye-bye. And I think that's hurting the Steelers a little bit. Uh, I don't think he can get that deep ball down the field like he uh, normally could. Uh, You know, he's coming off some surgery, and I can see he's older. The weather's getting worse. Uh, And so some all these factors adding up. But receivers dropping the ball, these guys could say, I know somebody, one of the guys just said, oh, it's the, the cold weather, it's harder. Look, these guys wear gloves. When you're a receiver running out on that field, uh, you're, you're not cold anymore. Trust me. Um, those guys are warmed up, ready to play. So uh, Washington uh, player, who was it, made the one-handed catch Oh, Sims, there Sims. I mean, Sims, really, right? those guys are warm. You're running around. Those guys, they're fine. They're sitting on heated benches and uh, – uh, but yeah, they, I mean, you're right. They're just you're right dropping the... the ball. They're not helping. They're dropping the ball. But some of the play calling, uh, even when Ben had the pass batted down to end the game, he's thrown like a five-yard out pattern, right? right. Like to to Ebron. Uh, you got all these weapons. It's just just some curious Ebron's stuff. Ebron's a mess. Well, what about the wheel route to the third – what ends up being the, the third string running right, back, right? Right, a fourth and like one wheel route. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad pass. Some people are saying that uh, yeah. McFarland did a bad job on that. Uh, I That was just – that, that ball wasn't catchable. I don't care what McFarlane really did. That was not mm. catchable. Not Go ahead, guys, not having Connor in the lineup is tough, too, because then you can just basically uh, only stick to one running back. Plus, the Steelers, we've been saying this for a while now, they've been very fortunate. Last seven games, uh, only two of them, and that's against Cincinnati and Jacksonville, weren't de- were decided by five or decided by more than five points. Should have lost against Dallas when Dallas was down in the dumps. So a lot of uh, fortunate things for Pittsburgh, and sure. it finally came back to bite them yesterday. Well, uh, Joel Solomon is here with us. He's a big, big uh, Steelers fan. He's crying. He's like, why don't they bring the kicker out, the first-year kicker? He wanted to kick that field goal instead of going for it. I'm like, no, no, Joel, swirling wins. Have you have you come around to going for it on fourth and one? I just didn't like the play call. I didn't even mind the goal line stands. I thought all those plays were fine. They yeah. just got busted at the goal line. But you're right, Parley Kid, fourth and one, fourth and twos. We're seeing it all over the league. Joel, have you calmed down a little bit after the game? I mean, they got to fire Tomlin. <laughs> they just got to fire Tomlin. No, He's I, gone. <laughs> I, I mean, it is just a weird, a weird season, and it's it's. There's no one in the stadium. They had a new kicker, but they're eleven and one. But it is just, it's just like a a, a Monday afternoon, and Steeler fans need something to complain about. It's just strange that like everything went out the window. Big Ben won't get MVP. Won't get comeback player of the year. TJ Watt won't get defensive player of the year. It's like the season was ruined for Steeler fans all in one day and Mm. yet nothing changed. They're still the number one seed. Yeah, that's true. We need terrible towels. We, if the terrible towels were there, we would have (laughs) won. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe if the coaches carry the terrible towels, yeah, you need some kind of motivation or something. That offensive line is a little messy too, which is why they're not running the game. A lot of these problems wouldn't be there if uh, they could run the ball. Uh, Harry, the uh, late, the actual Monday night game, the scheduled Monday night game, This was a weird one. Buffalo uh, and San Francisco, but it was in Arizona. And somehow San Francisco was favored, even though Buffalo was the better team. And they got people like me and Brother Brian convincing our friend Alec. No, 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 no. San Francisco's the pick. Yeah, Buffalo's looking ahead to Pittsburgh. 
My God, Josh Allen had a Patrick Mahomes type game, Harry. Now you had San Francisco plus three and a half. You bet that was a Bry. Everyone got mad at you because you and on the money line. Well, well, because for his best bet last week, you know he's bragging on Sunday like only need San Francisco to finish out a plus two seventy for for a sharp thing pick. And then yeah. it's like, Harry, aren't you on this game? He's like, yeah, I have uh, San Francisco plus three and a half. Well, so I, look, I was just getting. Come on. I got Harry, pissed what, at that. Here's the thing. Obviously, your when, best. Last week, when I, that was against uh, on, uh, on the show, my best bet in the 14 parlay. And I had San Fran at the time money line. But at the time, also, they were plus one and a half. You know, Sal, over the years, I don't like when the, when the, when the line. That was on Monday. That was on Monday. Now we go. Or that was on Tuesday. Now we got to go all the way till last night. And the line has changed. Flip flop four points. I, I, listen, why? in your favor, though, it, in my favor, in but favor. I didn't like it because the Bills again. Were <laughs> so on, crazy. After I realized that they're they're on Sunday night against the Steelers this coming week. Bills needed this went need to take this one. The second time they've been in Arizona in, in a month and I didn't like it, but I took the three and a half thinking maybe they lose by a field goal. He didn't Bro, like Paul, it. He, he, gives, he like gives it out. He, like get, it. he gets on our case for making money line parlays. Like, oh, look at you guys. And then he ends up adjusting all his lines when it comes down uh, to it. Harry adjusts them more than any of us do. I never even, I don't really usually adjust them, but Harry's always <laughs> adjusting. And here's the thing. The old Harry, the old Harry. I don't know what's happened to Harry the last few weeks, guys. This I'm is serious. old Harry. This <laughs> is an old Harry? I'm, not, I'm talking about like oh, just two weeks up. ago, three weeks ago, Harry. <laughs> I don't know what's happened in his life right now. Um, maybe it's he's been separated from his boss Ken for Ooh. a little bit. I think it's mentally playing a toll, taking a toll on him. He's oh. not betting on games. He's not watching games. Um, <laughs> this uh, this is a I mean, we know, guys. This is true though. I know. He, look, the old Harry would have been stalked. He would have been at that game last night outside the stadium, right? Yeah. Like players coming in, Harry welcoming them that, them to the stadium. He would have done it. Buffalo, this was his this is his upstate New York team, right? Right. Perfect combination. The old Harry would have done these things. Mm-hmm. He where where is he where has he been? He, where what is he doing? I did I in fairness to myself on Friday, I did go to the hotel where I'm pretty sure a buddy told me where the Rams were staying and was going to try to mess with the Rams, but they weren't in yet, the lady told me. So then I didn't come back. Oh, all right. Apologize, Parley kid. He's no. he's back. Well, here's the thing with you, Harry. It's very obvious when you're not watching the games because you text every three plays, everybody, when you are watching the games. And then you go MIA for two and a half hours. Like, what the hell is he doing? This is a long time to walk a dog that died eight weeks ago. Well, I'm not watching watching San Jose State Hawaii like Brian is. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, but Brian's got a real problem. uh, Yes. He's got a real, real problem. (laughs) Real, real gambling problem. But yeah, that that's just what bothers me about Harry. Is Harry than yesterday and Sunday is basically making fun of us for losing money gambling. I know. It's He's like, like yeah, uh, I'm yeah, the you smart got, one. Well, he he did yeah. do that. He After I got zing ten times, I'm zinging you back. That's all. Well, your picks all right. were awful this and week. Now he's so. not even. Now he's taking his record down off uh, his best bet corner because he's been. <laughs> his record is gone. You can't Quiet. see it. You weren't supposed to say that, Brian or Darren. <laughs> All right, listen. We we have a lot of uh, a, a lot to go through here, boy. I, I picked. Uh, we're gonna go NFL games. <clears throat> I think I picked eight of them. I remember looking at the slate, like ah, these games aren't very good. And I'm like, we have to go over like eight games. I even threw out the college. I don't know. I had, uh, UCLA plays USC. Michigan plays Ohio State. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about those. We'll talk about NFL. We're gonna talk about the NFC East. Who's gonna win that? I'm gonna take a ride on the uh, Riverboat Casino. I'm gonna jump on. And then these guys, sharp tank, best bets. But first, 
uh, you know, our friends at PropSwap know as great as it is to brag about the bets you win. I haven't heard any of that so far. It's even more fun to complain about the ones you took on the chin. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bet Eggs. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bet egg. It's a bet egg. It's a bet egg. Yes, so many to go through. Let me just give you mine real quick. And it wasn't even in the weekend. It was Friday night. I had Louisiana. It was a dumb bet, I'll admit. And I bet it on the show, Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern, actually 4.30 p.m. Eastern today uh, on uh, FS1. So I bet $10 on the show to win $140 that the Louisiana game against App State would go to overtime. And I bet it in real life, too. And there were weird circumstances to which it got to Louisiana State, Louisiana up three um, with uh, a few seconds left. Now, we saw a 36-yard safety, Brother Bry, which is insane. Worst Louisiana did that to go to back, go from six to three. Sal, back-to-back back back safe, back safeties in the fourth. <clears throat> it went right, five they, to three, right? right? They were up, went, wait. Five to three. That's exactly what happened. They were up happened. five, three, and they took five the to safety. Right. It, it was the one, uh, but they took like, one from seven uh, back, to five, seven two, to five, right? or, seven yeah. to five, and then one from five. five to three. Yeah, but that the, just the, quick the seven to the five ball. wasn't what? on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that was five that. to three was on purpose. Right, a thirty-six yard instead of quick kicking. I don't care if you've never practiced that play in your life. Quick kick the ball ten yards in front. It's a better situation than what you're getting into. But anyway, they take a safety. They kick off. Uh, App State comes all the way down. They attempt like a 32-yard field goal, which is going to put the game in overtime with no time left. And it thing gets blocked. The, the guy had like uh, 14 ounces of drenched rain in his beard and still lined up and kicked it. It got tipped and went wide like 40 feet. I was like, that's great. So that's my bet ache. That's how it rolls here. I lost on that. Brother Bry, you have a good one. I think that a lot of people could relate to back from the Sunday night game. Yeah, so Sunday night I have well this is a, this is the thing, right? So I have Tyreek Hill to score the first touchdown. It was like, you know, plus 6 it was probably 6 to 1. Uh to score anytime touchdown. I have him to go over yards. I have mm-hmm. the Chiefs to score on that drive. I uh. bet live bet them to score a touchdown <laughs> oh, no. on that drive. I have KC minus 6 and a half adjusted to end the parlay. So now when it happens, right? So, you know, as, if people didn't watch it, so Tyreek Hill obviously would have been one of the craziest catches of all time, right? It was. Uh, it was the craziest it catch was. of all time. Doesn't count. Parley Kid, good, uh, good job by Parley Kid right away saying, "Look, I don't, I don't think that that hit the ground." I then said all, it right away. Right away, all, I was on that. Now Al Michaels is like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And then all of a sudden, there's like a six second gap between him saying, "Wait a minute," and then lining up to punt the ball. Now I'm screaming at the TV. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like. Tyree Kill is the first wide receiver ever in the history of wide receivers that didn't <laughs> think he caught the ball. Yeah. And how they had enough time. How is somebody not, they had that angle from that one side. How is somebody not buzzing down or at least just saying, hey, coach, timeout, timeout? It's the first half. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just call a timeout, even if you need to waste a timeout and a challenge. Who cares? So I lose on, uh, I lose on the first touchdown. I lose that's on Andy Reid for you. Over yards. <laughs> Uh, I don't Chiefs think it's Andy Reid's fault. Is I, that Andy Reid's fault? I don't that's know. A, that's that's I mean, a quality I, control guy yeah. who should be monitoring that. And Tyreek Hill. I mean, of course normally these guys, yeah. when we see them not make catches, they're saying they make a catch. 
Paulie Kidd, I was just going to say the same thing. 80% of the close ones that they're like, yeah, they're pointing to the scoreboard. Go <laughs> review, review. It's like, okay, we'll review. And it's like, yeah, we didn't see enough. Sorry, no right. catch. He right. just didn't know because he had his eye off the ball so long. And then it like landed in his lap. He's like, well, it must have hit the ground. But yeah, you usually can count on the receiver himself going nuts and pointing to it. But yeah, that's a that's a bad one, Brian. Although I will say FanDuel, they did end up, right? FanDuel paid out first touchdown and anytime touchdown. I that's think pretty they good. They paid great. out over a million dollars. I still feel like a loser regardless of that. You know, when, even... I mean, it's nice yeah. of them, but it, feel, it still feels like a uh, loss. Yeah, but you're I getting lost, ripped off. But you, want, I lost, you want the rules to apply. <laughs> but I lost on like six bets on that one play. Yeah. I think literally six bets probably cost me. Then on, he scored again. <laughs> then he scored again, Bry, when he did the flip yeah. and it was called Then back. he scores again. That would have gone anytime touchdown yards over. But, you know. Uh, well, so then he goal. does the flip. Yeah, maybe he was conserving his energy for the flip. He could have like <laughs> challenged and run up and everything. But he had to do the back flip into the end zone where there was a penalty down. Uh, great stuff. Uh, all right, uh, Parley Kid, what is your betting? Uh, simple, Sal. Uh, the Seahawks this weekend had them lined up on just about every parlay, just mm. money line, right? So I had them on our uh, AAO podcast here. It was my Sharp Tank mm-hmm. bet last week. At that minus nine and a half, not forget money line. And what happened? Um, you know what really changed that game around, Sal, I think, is when they blocked that punt. And they got a safety out of it when they should have had a touchdown, right? Yeah. So they go up 10 nothing before half. Instead, it's still like a a 5, five nothing game. It's a five-point swing. It doesn't seem like a lot. But in that game, as it turned out, it was. Um, and now we got to listen to, you know, not only is it a bet because I had them all. I had Seattle all. They never, never should have lost that game. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Play calling on fourth and one. Very questionable in some cases when you have Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know what was going on. Kudos to the Giants' defense for playing great. Let's not give Colt McCoy really any credit because he didn't really do anything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He didn't do anything. He completed a couple passes. He's an NFL quarterback. He should do that. (laughs) Uh, The bottom line is, let's not. The Giant fans are going. They're five and seven. They're a five and seven team. Why is everybody going nuts? So this is the NFL. We've seen Seattle lose games like this before. Slow your roll on the Giants. Relax. Uh, you know, Jerry and Eddie Spaghetti, take a step back and breathe <laughs> a little bit here. All right, wait till they start winning some more games. But look, here's the thing I'm scared about as a Cowboy fan. Judge is a great, he's a good coach. Yeah. He's a good coach. They got a good one there. That scares me more than Daniel Jones or Saquon <clears throat> Bar. It scares me more than any of those guys. We it's, got a uh, good Joe coach, Judge, too. Win, is a keeper. Win, win more games, Darren. They've won but, four in a row. What do you want them to win? Big blue to the bowl, baby. They're five and seven. I don't care what four they're in a row. Five and seven. Just relax. What is that a standard for people getting excited? I'm sorry. Yeah. You can be excited because you have a good coach in the fold, Harry. Harry, you're not even excited. You don't even say anything about it to us. You don't. Do, where's you're the excitement? Like, like, like I'm going to get pats on the but back from you guys. Bet is the Seahawks. Pete, I don't know. I. I can't get on Pete Carroll. I mean, he used to live right by us here. and uh, But I just Duh. feel like there's sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, Seattle. I don't know. I know. It does seem like Ross was like trying to I, – I, I commented on this. It looks like he wants to make a monster comeback every game. So, yeah, it's fun if we're down nine. But if we're down 12, I could throw for two touchdowns in the fourth yeah. quarter. Darren Bradbury, Logan uh, – Logan, I mean, uh, Logan as well. I mean, look what they're doing here with the defense. The, 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 I agree. The I, look, pickups. I, I said their defense, the defense has been – they spent money on their defense. Their defense has been great. Um, but, 
You, know, you just don't expect like Colt McCoy and Wayne Gallman to come into Seattle and win that game. That's Seattle's got to win that game. That's yeah. Exactly. That's it. And so now Seattle is. That's uh, it. And that's looking like it could be a, a rematch, Harry. Could be Seattle against the Giants. Giants hosting that. If the Giants were to win the division, yeah. Seattle could be the best wild card. Fun stuff going on there. All right, Harry, what is your betting? I did have a parlay on Saturday night uh, that had, was like six teams needed. The, uh, I know we used to we do this for the bowl games a lot, but now I they still have this available where you have the longest touchdown of the game. I had the Colorado-Arizona game, longest touchdown of the game. I needed over 53 and a half. Now, the rookie uh, freshman running back for Colorado, Broussard, he had over 300 yards rushing. They had five, or excuse me, four. Colorado had four 55-plus yard runs in this game, and I needed <laughs> over 53 and a half for a touchdown, longest touchdown. Four 55-plus yard runs, all tackled inside the 10. When's that ever happen? <laughs> Insane. And I lose. That's pretty funny. I like that. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I'm judging and, a roast here, I mean, I'm watching, right, I'm watching it. You guys are like roasting yourselves, and just, I have to judge, which is right. funny. Watching it. the secondary yeah. try to catch up to this running back, and they tackle him at the 2, the 4, the 8, and the 9. Unbelievable. That is the only game Harry paid attention to. Uh, yeah. Because yes. He did text us saying that. He'd be like, Colorado running back got tackled at the two. Yeah. And, uh, like four times he texted it. Like, I, I was just going to say, I don't even send him to Sal. I just send him to you, and because Sal's probably oh, just annoyed although by that. Dar or, although, Darren, it's hard to figure out on his text what he's texting, right? Because he sends you back the whole parlay he has. So you're mm -hmm. reading the things, and you have no idea which one's winning or losing. You then know, Brian. You know everything. Then he you sends a separate text Brian. saying Colorado under, you know, touchdown. That's what happens. Harry will lose a game like Saturday around noon, West Coast time. And then he'll be like, that's it. I'm not watching football the rest of the weekend. Well, you won't hear almost, from me. I almost did because I had Auburn plus plus seven and a half, up six going into the fourth, and they don't cover. That was brutal. Harry, right. this is what you do, though, now, man. you got to be fully <laughs> invested into this. Come yeah, on. Yeah, this is kind of what you do. You don't really do anything else, you know, for a living. <laughs> I, 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 I know. No, all right. Okay. okay. Good. Good. Good talk. I'm done. I'm done. Um, do you have ESPN yet? Last time we checked in with you, you were waiting for the cable guy. Or you called him the bug guy. I, well, I don't know what you called him the last ESPN week. locked and loaded. I got it in. Really? Good for you, man. That's good. See? See I yeah. didn't think he could do it. I was like, no, he's going to be. It's going to have to be at least 55 years old before he gets the ESPN. But now <laughs> he's got it. Got it. Proud of you, buddy. Yep. Proud of you, buddy. Uh, all right. Now, if I, now if I pay the now if I pay now if I pay the cable bill, I guess I'm in trouble. With, uh, my old boss Ken, but we'll see. Yeah, you won't have enough. It sounds like you don't have enough money to pay the uh, the bill. Bet Aches was brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Smart sports bettors always know where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why they use PropSwap. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like. But think the price is too high, you submit a bid for a price you think is fair, and then you buy it. Prop swap sellers are always willing to negotiate. Good luck trying that with your bookie. And if you use the promo code ODDS when you deposit, Prop Swap will match you up to $500. Promo code ODDS, O-D-D-S, to get up to $500 in extra cash. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to PropSwap.com or download the Prop Swap app. Oh, I bought a ticket off Prop Swap Northwestern to win the Big Ten. Uh, as soon as I bought them, they lost to Michigan State, but <clears throat> that wasn't that bad because then it was looking like Ohio State wasn't going to have enough games to play. That's my only hope here. If Ohio State 
gets uh, bounced from the Big Ten championship because they don't have enough games. If Michigan pulls some uh, shenanigans midweek here and bats out of that game. But even so, it looks like Barry Alvarez, it looks like they're willing to reverse that decision, right? Parley kid and let Ohio State in it at any cost. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I mean, you got to have Ohio State in that game. No matter what happens, they're going to it. There you go. Uh, Oh, listen to this. Um, I was on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Well, I wasn't really on. Tony Romo was on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night, appeared, and uh, Jimmy told a story about how we went to his house for his retirement dinner, and that day... You know, Romo had done like a test for the broadcasting. He wasn't, you know, he's like, I, I don't know if I'm good. It was crazy that he was doubting himself for any sort of man. Now he's like the best in the in the business. But I was like, hey, why don't you play Madden and we could do play by play and That's we could see, you know, we'll see how it goes there. And they discussed that. We actually did that. And it ended up we did that for like three minutes. And then I just ended up watching him play Madden for like five <laughs> hours. And Jimmy's like, what the hell are we doing here? Uh, Jimmy just went on his computer and it's like, you guys have fun. And he was like beating like 12 year olds ranked in the world. It's crazy. And I don't know why it surprised me that he would be so good. Parley kid. He's calling out these plays. He's like, okay, so I know what this defense is. This is cover three. I'm going to be all over this, but he explained it on uh, Jimmy Kimmel live. And I think we have the uh, audio here playing Madden. And it made me realize that Madden's really like, I mean, that's a, that's like a real game, right? It's a real game. I will say this. They've actually done a better job in the last five years. They've really evolved it to where you can almost teach your high school kids by playing Madden. And I know that sounds crazy because I'm our kids get video game time. It's cut off at certain times, but ultimately it teaches you cover three. These are the concepts to beat cover two, cover three, man to man. And the game does a really good job at that. And that right there is what taught Sal about football. That's right. Anything. That's how cousin Sal learned about football. Another one of your gifts. And I think there you go. <laughs> I knew nothing. I knew nothing before watching him play Madden. Now I'm a wealth of knowledge. What about that, though, Parlay Kid? It's, I, I know as a coach, you don't want to. I wouldn't want to, as a coach, be like, ah, guys, play Madden for three hours. You'll be able to learn how to handle defenses. Uh, he, he's, he's exactly right. So I, have, uh, we, I hear kids all the time who don't even play football. They right. understand coverages, though. They understand like cover two, cover three, cover four. They know what that is because they play Madden. So he, uh, he's correct when he says that. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, but look, th- th- does he know? Did he know about your uh, your your winning streak that you had like twenty five <laughs> years ago in in Sega? Uh, was it Se- what, what, what system it was was Sega? It was Sega? Was it was the college football? Bill Walsh, college, college football. You, right. you, yeah. you had like years of uh, you never lost. I mean, is he, is he aware of that? I mean, I don't think he's aware. You know, but you, yeah, <laughs> you were doing that when Romo was still in diapers, pretty I much. I feel like I it mean. was a different thing. I was Georgia, and I would just run uh, Garrison Hurst off tackle right uh, <laughs> until I uh, had sixty <laughs> points in the game. But uh, that is interesting. I wonder, as you were a quarterback yourself, would you recommend to a quarter if you, like your Teacher, would you yeah. recommend to your son? Would you be like, just play for a couple hours and, and tell me? Yeah, what I mean, you, I, what I you think did. I, you know, if, if I, I think there's better things to do. Um, but <laughs> is it uh, better to learn a, a playbook to, to study than to to play Madden at this point? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't. I, so I'll take. I, look, I'll believe anything Romo says. So <laughs> if he if, if he says it, I believe it. <clears throat> look, my there own son's a quarterback. Uh, right. Uh, he plays. I th- he understands the cover just because he's. He he learned it playing. So, but I, I think it really it can't hurt. Put it that way. Um, right. 
And I, you know, in high, especially for a high school kid, I'm not sure how many co- different types of coverages they're seeing. Yeah, um, it, it it is evolving. But great point by Romo. I I think you know I think you're better off going out and actually doing it than playing right. it. Uh, but like I said, Tony's the man. So there you go. He says it. I believe it. And let's see, maybe his sons will grow up playing it and being uh, uh, unbelievable prospects uh, down the road. Right. Yeah, it could happen. Um, by the way, I talk about Roma. I talk about all you guys in my book. You can't lose them all. Uh, I bet my publisher that I would receive a thousand pre-orders by the by Christmas, I think. And I'm donating ten dollars for every nice. pre-order to World Central Kitchen. They uh, they take care. I mean, they have thirty million free meals they've given out, and they're taking Fantastic. care of our. Uh, men and women in the food service industry. Order now via Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookshop.org, uh, or your preferred retailer. I'm going to lose money on this book. I'm going to lose all my advance, <laughs> and uh, I'm, and everything goes to charity and fine. Whatever, Sal, do, you guys you have, are all in it. Yeah. Do you have an appendix or like in 2.0, you're going to write about me again how much of a problem I have? <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to. I'm going to. I'm constantly updating because of Brother Bry. I can't <laughs> just put this book to rest for God's sakes. I can't uh, wait for Harry's book to come look, out. That's you know, going to be awesome. Hey, you know what? Brian, next, Brian, this coming week, just text me all of your bets. I'd love to, I know who you say you're getting killed. You're getting killed. You're getting killed. You're Let me know what all of your bets are well, so I can really a, factor I'm, it in. I can it's really soak the, it in. It's more the fact I'm betting everything. I just can't <laughs> stop. I and he's betting it. live. Let me he's see. Betting it. live too. Uh, yeah. It's you know. And my, you show a, your hand. A, you show your taxes first, Harry. We want to see your. You know what I bet. A, you see it. It's it's a roller coaster. <laughs> hey, we can't be the only ones losing. Reach out to us at cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com With the uh, we still have that degenerate gamblers Hall of Fame being uh, built because of the pandemic. We had to put it on hold. We let the workers uh, stay away. It's in Pahrump, Nevada. But if you have a bedache yourself, reach out to us. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. All right, let's get to the NFL parlay kid. By the time people listen to this, maybe uh, this game is over with. So let's go through it real quick. Our Cowboys travel to Baltimore. They play the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore favored by eight. The over-under is 45. I will be picking the game on Fox NFL Thursday, but on Tuesday uh, on the pregame, I'm going for win number six in a row, so I'm not going to give out my winner right here. But Parley Kid, uh, it seems obvious to you. Well, well, <laughs> Seth, you, yeah, you're going for six in a row. That's incredible. I mean, yeah. how many people do that? Like on like, nobody. You're, you're the best at that. It's, Truth it's be amazing. told, thank you. I'm picking straight up, so it's not the greatest. But I did have a couple. I have a couple underdogs in there. And I have a three-point favorite in there, so no, I don't know been, what the odds been, are. You've been solid. You're back to, to your, uh, you know, uh, we'll some of your ways yeah. years ago with uh, when this one with seems Neil easy. This, picks. That's right. What do you, you think know? of this? Listen, how how can I get excited about the Cowboys? I know they've had a, a, an extended break here um, for this time, but uh, I think ultimately, Sal, I think we might see the Cowboys play competitive football for a half. I know the Ravens are still down. Right, Andrews is still uh, out uh, yeah. for the Ravens, yeah. uh, who I think is their by far their biggest offensive weapon outside mm-hmm. of Lamar Jackson. But we've seen what running quarterbacks can do to this defense. Uh, I, I think Lamar Jackson, if he really wants to exploit this defense by running the ball, this is the game he's going to do it. Uh, if he's healthy enough, you know, maybe they maybe they you know pull back a little bit on that. But I'm banking on that he's fully healthy, ready to go. And he exploits the heck out of this defense. Cowboys played pretty tough for a while. I, I have I have something on our extra points today where 
I have the the Ravens uh, and Dez to score a touchdown in the same game parlay. I like Dez. I think they're going to somehow try to get him a touchdown against the Cowboys. I, I could see that happening. I think they cover this eight, Sal. It might be close for a while, but I think they pull away, maybe even get a defensive touchdown at some point in this game. Uh, Ravens, Ravens win 27-17. Parley kid, I can't give out a winner here, but I will tell you, I like Dez at 13-1 to to get the first touchdown. Uh, and then I, I could just see him holding up the X and like, oh boy, another, another yep. crusher, another crusher to Dallas. But I wonder if Baltimore looks at uh, Giants winning and Washington winning yesterday and is like, whoa, let's take this team even less for granted because uh, this is a weird week and this is a weird season. But uh, I'll have a pick for that at, uh, at uh, about 8 Eastern tonight. Yep. Let's take a quick break to talk about Fandle. Yes. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook this football season. There's a reason. I'm telling you guys, there's a reason FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Want to know? There's actually a few. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique, fun bet types like same game parlays and exclusive always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they get you your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. And right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Place a bet on any game. FanDuel will refund you up to a grand if you don't win. That's right. You lose. You get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. And if you win, you get to keep it. What's better than that? If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. 21 and older, present in New Jersey, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. Your first online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See Sportsbook fanduelcom for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 Colorado, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, Pats, Rams. Sorry, another one I can't give out because I'm giving the pick out on Thursday night. Pats, Rams. Rams, six and a half point favorite. 44 and a half is the over-under. My God, the Patriots are not going away. They, they're literally not going away. They stayed in California. Belichick beat the crap out of Anthony Lynn and the Chargers. Can anyone believe that Anthony Lynn was 12 and four two years ago? It's crazy. Yeah, like they tied for the division lead with Kansas City. They lost on a tiebreaker. Otherwise, Nuts. they would have had a, a, a home game there. Anyway, uh, Harry, you're staying away from the side. You like the under. Yeah, I do like the under here. Look, the Pats, 12th in uh, total defense uh, and getting better as the season goes along. Rams are second. Both defenses face Kyler Murray in the cards. The last two weeks, New England allowed to 17 points. Meanwhile, the Rams had a pick six, allowed just 173 passing yards. Uh, and, and the Patriots played their best defensive game, obviously, of the year last week Last week against the Chargers, shutting them out. I, I just think that Cam better be ready to get uh, better be ready for Aaron, Aaron Donald, Troy Reader, and uh, and Jalen Ramsey. Um, I don't know how many points they're going to actually score here, and I don't know what they're going to do in the red zone if they even get there. 
But again, their defense has been solid lately. Uh, and I think this game stays under 44 and a half. I think they control uh, the red zone when they're on defense too. don't allow golf to get to uh, maybe a pa- touchdown or two passing, but that's it. I think this game is a, like I said, under 44 and a half. I, it may not hit 40. Oh, you might be right. I mean, this could be, what was the Super Bowl when they played each other? 13, it was like three, three, nothing forever. 13, three, 13, three could be looking at something like that. I like your under 44 and a half here. I, um, like I remember watching that Super Bowl being like, oh, why can't this be New Orleans, Kansas City? Both those teams are a, 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 a hair away from winning their championship games. Um, and now we got a 13 three. Um, well, it was like six to three forever. Uh, I like that under. All right, let's go to you, brother Bry. This is probably the game of the week. I'm looking now. Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Tampa coming off a bye, six and a half point favorite, 52 and a half is the over under. Minnesota, doesn't matter if they play Carolina or Jacksonville, it's going to be close at home. Justin Jefferson, I think, uh, I can't say enough about this guy, probably because I have him on two fantasy teams, but uh, over a thousand yards receiver, receiving, really keeping Minnesota in the playoff picture here. I like them in this spot getting six and a half, much better than I like them giving seven and nine to Jacksonville and Carolina teams like that. I feel like this is where they sneak up on them. Um, meanwhile, Tampa Bay kind of needs this game, right? It's uh, no longer just gravy at this point. What are yep. you thinking, Brian? Yeah, I like, uh, you know, this is the thing. I was going back and forth on this one. Minnesota's been one of those weird teams. That it's always hard for me to bet on or against, especially with mm-hmm. the spread, but they've won five of six. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely taking them plus the six and a half. I feel like everyone, everyone this week will probably be on Tampa in a money line parlay. Or taking them on a teaser, right? Yep. A six-point teaser. Um, Vikings are not going to be able to... The, Cook's probably going to struggle in this one a little bit. They probably won't be able to run much. But Tampa's really, really, really struggled against the pass. So Mahomes and Goff both threw for a combined over 800 yards in the last two games against them. Cousins, Thielen, and Jefferson should all have big games. It's This is a one o'clock game. So that's kind of where Minnesota kind of thrives on those early games. I think they keep this close. Um they only really had one bad game, I think, um, at the Colts early in this early in the year. Mm. So they're going to keep this one close. My only, the only thing you could possibly say is Brady's been, you know, Brady has been good coming off a of bye. That would concern me a little bit, and maybe the ending of that Chiefs game, you know, they'll work mm-hmm. on some stuff offensively. But six and a half seems like it's too much. So I'm going to take that. You know, Simmons and I talk about week 14 being a killer. It seemed like week 13 was the killer, but I may have to have a press conference and warn people about teasers this week. I really, there are too many spreads right around six or seven. The league is so screwed up. I may have to take a press conference. Joel Solomon, see if you could set that up for me. Let me know when Garcetti has his next press conference. I'll just, when he's done, I'm like, okay, thanks, Mayor. Great. We can't walk around our backyard without a hazmat suit. Okay. Let me let me get in here. Please don't take any six or point seven point favorites on a teaser. Don't do it. There's too many. There's Tampa. There's Green Bay over Detroit. Tennessee. Right? There's Tennessee. Oh, over Jacksonville. Well, we'll get pro- into Kansas City, Miami. Same thing, right? The problem is, I keep saying too, and I I'll text you guys, and I I'll fucking do the opposite. I'll be like, we need to just tease these underdogs up, right? Just right. just keep teasing them because only one or two of them always. One or two of them mess it up, but if you just took all of them, but I keep going against it, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Joel, can we do that? Can we do something like that? Got it. I got the Four Seasons book. 
Four seasons. Okay, good. Uh, you can get <laughs> three minus three seasons book. I like it. All right, Harry. Wow, you are torn here. Arizona, New York Giants. This mm. is a big game. The Giants are getting three. Over-unders off the board on Fandle. Really torn. Grew up a Giants fan. You now live in Arizona. You routinely um, stalk Coach uh, Kingsbury. You're checking his trash. You live around the corner. You might even watch this game, right? I mean, this is so Look, enthralling. I'm, I'm done. I think I, I think I'm done looking at uh, Kingsbury's trash. He's going to be having like banquet dinners from now on. He's going to be out of a job soon with the way the team's oh. going. I mean, they've lost four or five Arizona. If not for the Hal Murray, five out of five, they would have lost straight. Yeah. I know, Sal, me and you liked Arizona like around nine wins for the season. That's not going to happen now because of this run they've been going on. But look, the Giants. Amazing. Like Darren said, amazing defensively against Seattle. Uh, they have not lost by I'm, I'm taking the plus three here. They have not lost by more than three since week four versus the Rams mm-hmm. when they covered a, and, and, and lost only 17 to nine, won four in a row. Uh, the defense, again, it's been amazing. The five, five wins, by the way, despite having the 31st ranked offense, five wins by a total of 21 points. Defensively, defensive end, Leonard Williams was amazing. Sacked Russell Wilson two and a half times. Who does that in games? Sack Russell Wilson two and a half times. Again, I mentioned Blake Martinez, uh, 111 tackles. Uh, Leonard Williams, eight and a half sacks. Uh, and, and Alfred Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Galman was great, I, I, too. I, 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 and, is, it Danny, is Danny Dimes playing in this game? You know what? It doesn't matter if he How is or not. How can that not it matter not anymore? Matter. This is so Listen, crazy, this he, league. He has, it doesn't like, matter. Danny I know. It's a quarterback got, league, right? This quarterback is a quarterback league. league. And now right. it doesn't matter if a guy throws for more it, than 80 it, yards. It, it doesn't matter. Listen, it doesn't matter it's, with the Giants because Danny Dimes wasn't throwing touchdown passes all season. He had like eight for the season. So it was it a little rushing. I know okay, you never fine. want to give anyone credit. Cam Newton has like a ton of touchdowns rushing. He doesn't throw. Like They do different things. But Danny Dimes can run the ball. They're, he can run the ball, sure. But again, Alfred Morris has been picking it up, two touchdowns, and Gallman was great. Throw those two yeah. guys in. You throw the defense together, plus three. And again, they haven't again haven't lost by more than three <laughs> since week four. Take the Giants plus three. That makes sense. I, it makes sense. I just does it does it just doesn't make sense when you look at the, how they're gonna move oh. the ball eventually. I don't know. I, I'm with you though. I'm taking the Giants plus three. I don't I don't trust Kyler. We've been talking about how we think he's mm-hmm. injured and, and and everything else. It feels like everyone's neutralizing uh, Nuke Hopkins. Hopkins all of a sudden. isn't getting He's any good passes. for like maybe a touchdown in 52 yards or something. Right. Um, it's not enough for uh, Arizona. Look, I know you Chris, love Kenyon Drake, look, but what, what they but also their offense was used to be the one of the top three most fun to watch. Well, and also, now it's they're not all the pack. Yeah, you're right, Sal. But also now you look at Arizona. You said you just mentioned Hopkins, who isn't getting many passes. Plus. Uh, Christian Kirk has been absent for about a month now, and Larry Fitzgerald's been hurt too. So they really don't have too many weapons to go to on offense. They do hit to the tight end a little bit, but not a lot of offense on Arizona's side of the ball. I'm looking at Harry, and we've made a lot of fun of his uh, headphones. It shouldn't be much different from the rest of ours, but it really looks like you took a wire hanger and um, put uh, yes. separated and took both ends and, and stuck them in your ears and made a nice little heart, heart-shaped uh, thing for yourself. Yeah, that's good. But nicely, I don't know what the hell you're doing there. A flower. All right, yeah. let's let's breeze through Beautiful. these. I, I'm mesmerized by Harry. Yeah, Kansas City, it. Miami. This is the one I one of the ones I warned Let's you stick about. Stick on a pig, <laughs> brother Bry. Kansas City <laughs> laying seven and a half at Miami. Forty eight and a half is the over under. Uh, you're sticking to your word here. You're going to take one of those underdogs, uh, even though Dolphins have not been too impressive. 
moving the ball. Yeah, you get excited about a Gesicki touchdown, I guess, every now and then. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd like Kansas City to make a statement here. I think it's going to be too much offense. They finally, finally, I think, get it together. But you like the Dolphins plus the points. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs used to be the one team, right, you can count on to cover, but it doesn't really not anymore. And I'm not going to shit on them because they do what they need to do to win. It just doesn't seem like, you know, it seems like they toy around with teams. They do just enough to squeak by. Oh, for four, the last four are not covering. Um, but the thing is that, yeah, it's true. But the, the thing is they play, they really do play ball control football. Like, so most teams, I had to look this up because every time I feel like the Chiefs game, the, the clock goes really fast for teams that throw a lot. But uh, on average, possessions per game, most teams get 12 per game, 12 per mm -hmm. game. The Chiefs now for many games in a row get between eight and 10 yeah. possessions per game. They have these long drives. They give up long drives. They've been struggling on third down defensively. So I just don't think they get enough possessions to put these teams away, especially right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I do think seven and a half in Miami. Miami needs this game. This is a huge game for them. So I think they'll keep this close enough. Defensively, they're good enough to maybe, you know, get a couple of stops, hold, hold them to a few field goals. So again, I think I'm going to be playing most of the underdogs this weekend, it seems apparently. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure that this will be the week, you know, yeah. this will be the uh, wacky the favorites, run, the away favorites run away with it. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's, it's a bummer. If you have the Chiefs in the last few weeks straight up or on a par, like here's why it's a bummer. For some reason, they're kicking field goals on fourth and goal yeah. from the two. Yeah, that's I, I don't dumb. understand that. They've done that a couple of times. And also, it's a bummer because you see when the Chiefs need to score. You know, we, we were texting back. I'm, I'm like, Brian, they should just pass every down here. And they did pass every down, and they scored that drive. It's like, shit, they can score whenever they want. What are they doing here? Mahomes is throwing, like, sidearms. Uh, like, by the way, I have a new theory. I think Mahomes should win... I know there's no award for best two-sport athlete, but I feel like he's playing two sports in football, Parley Kid, right? He's playing baseball. He's side-arming yeah. passes. Grew up on the fields. Like, yeah, he's he old man was a, a player. player. Right, but he's side-arming balls like through five helmets. Oh, it's and, amazing. You know, I don't know. You're right. Uh, it's He's... Uh, like complete, like starting double plays. He'll just do like a front flip. Like a, yeah, just like flips, a four yeah, whatever. Left he's hand, great, right hand, whatever. Just... He runs when he athlete. has to. He's, yeah, you're right, but that's why you're like, shouldn't this team be scoring like 40 yeah. every week? It just seems like it. But well, that that's uh, that's what I worry about. I feel like one one of these weeks that they're gonna. Uh, you, you know, you don't want to overreact to the week before, right? Right. You don't want to. Uh, you don't well, want to. Unless you're a Giants fan, then, right? Then, then you want to do it. <laughs> and well, th this is where you would overreact. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, right? Yesterday, Pittsburgh looked like crap. The guys are dropping balls. They can't score. Right. They can't score down low. Uh, Buffalo, freaking Josh Allen is in the MVP discussion. All of a sudden, I don't know why. Everybody was open. Every seven-yard route was open yesterday. Their defense wasn't great. I think they pressured uh, Mullins three times, and they didn't. They didn't sack him at all. But. Uh, Definitely look like the team to beat. Harry, Buffalo is plus one now. Pittsburgh still favored in Buffalo in this Sunday night game. This is actually the game of the week. I don't know what I said was. Uh, I said Minnesota-Tampa Bay, but this is probably the game of the week. Pretty good for seeding implications and stuff like that. You like Buffalo. Yeah, you normally in this situation, yes, Al. I'd, I'd, take, I'd flip the other way. I'd go with Pittsburgh, but I still like Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, last, watching last night, I can't recall the Bills' offense looking better than they did. Uh, they were so efficient. They had moxie. They're going for it on fourth and one. They're Ooh. going for it on fourth and two. And they, and they took care of business. Uh, 
for uh, they had one punt in the game, and that was for 68 yards. One punt. I mean, nonstop first downs. They're using Cole Beasley fantastic. He's all over the place. He's catching first downs. Uh, Josh Allen, 32 touchdowns for the season. He's been tremendous. And we'll look back now. The, the trade that they made in the offseason to get stuff on digs is probably the trade of the trade of the year. He's been fantastic. He's probably going to wind up with like 1,300 yards. Gabriel Davis, who's a rookie, he's been great too out of Central Florida. And Pittsburgh just been shaky lately, uh, especially yesterday. But also Pittsburgh. Um, uh, I, I you all right? This, I just think Big Ben, Big, what is it? Big ben first nine games, he had not only two picks <laughs> for the whole season. He's had three and three straight three straight games. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh some here does not show up in terms of this game. I think the Bills could win this game by two touchdowns. The way the Steelers are playing, and plus mm. Connor not being there, and like Darren said, lack of running game. I think Buffalo rolls them. Well, here's what's weird about Buffalo. Um, without John Brown, that offense was different before yesterday. Like uh, I think Josh Allen yeah, completed uh, like completed thirty three percent of his dis- uh, long balls after John Brown, or when John Brown's not in the game, 46% when John Brown is in the game. None of that mattered yesterday. My God, that was like, a, of it. I felt like I was watching like some, uh, like Clemson or something yesterday, which everybody would seem to be open. Like where they don't, and they never have to punt, 12 yards. never get stopped. And they never punt it. Yeah. So uh, all that said, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I think this is the overreaction <laughs> game of the week. I really do. I think the Steelers come down, they, they play defense and they get to Josh Allen. It's not going to be nearly as easy as it was yesterday. And uh, and they figure out how to run the ball a little bit. I'm not saying Snell's going to have 150 yards, but if he can get close to 60 or 70, right. or they can get close to 80 or 90 combined, um, they can win this game, and I think they will. All right, Brother Bry, your team, the Raiders-Colts. I, I can't believe you're still with us. You must have had some kind of heart attack with that Raiders-Jets game. But just the same, Colts do this every week. They, they play a team that they're about on – on the level with, and yet they're on the road, and yet they're given points. And they were given three, three and a half, and now it's two and a half in Las Vegas. 51 is the over-under. You don't want to touch your team here. Uh, you're taking the total. Guys, it's it's not healthy to hate the team you root for, right? I mean, you guys right. are the same way with the with the Cowboys. But I was going crazy on the Raiders the other day. I usually <laughs> it's funny, I was I actually as the pass was up in the air, the card, I will admit, the card of rugs pass. I was making a video just cursing everybody on the Raiders, saying, get rid of everybody. I'm sick of this team. You can keep Waller. You can keep Crosby. Get rid of everyone. I was going nuts. Right. I mean, it was, was, I mean, thank you, Greg Williams, for giving us giving us that win. And But, you know, you get the people like, a winner is a win. That was pathetic. The Jets moved the ball up and down the field on the Raiders. Literally, if they didn't have a few of those turnovers, they would have scored on every drive. I mean, you have Ty Johnson and Josh Adams. Never even, I mean, I've heard of everybody. I don't even know who these running backs are. And they, mm-hmm. they had 180 yards between those two guys. Yeah. Um, if, but like I said, if not for a t- few turnovers, but what a bad job. I'm sorry, this is the Raiders Colts, but what a bad job by Mayock and Gruden drafting uh, defense. We need to fire Paul Gunther. He's the worst. Uh, you look at our draft picks. We, have, we drafted Arnett in the first round last year, 24-year-old quarterback. He has three concussions in two games. Because mm-hmm. all he does is tackle with his head. You watch this guy. Abrams, just Abram misses a game every other game. So I just, it's a hard, it's a weird team because you're like, the Raiders beat the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Browns, right? Mm-hmm. That's, they definitely have the best wins of any team, but then they can look pathetic like this. I'm sorry. They but, have the um, best loss, too, against the Chiefs, right? Best, I mean, if you best, want to add that. Yeah, yeah, best loss. It's just a weird team. But I, after all that, I am taking the over 51 here just because. <laughs> 
I don't see how we stop them at all. We can't get any pressure. I mean, I guess you could say the one thing is historically, especially last year, we saw the Raiders against Rivers and Rivers really struggles sometimes against yeah. the Raiders. But but I just don't think we can get enough pressure. I think if the Colts go up 7 nothing right away in this game, it's going to be a shootout because then offensively, we're just going to have to put up a ton of points. 51 seems kind of low um, for a Raider game here because, again, I don't see us... I don't see us stopping them again. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. I I don't necessarily love either side because I don't really love the Colts on the road. Uh, yeah, again. well, that, uh, again. that's the thing. You're, you're, you're always uh, you always have a chance because Philip Rivers is the quarterback, right? For yeah. The Colts as bad as you've been playing, as bad as the defense has been playing, Philip Rivers may have to throw a big pass in the fourth quarter, and then you're in decent shape. I think he does. You know, out of all these games we mentioned, this is in a way the most important because. It could be a loser leaves town match. It, and we could look back at it at a yeah, loser leaves town. Like Buffalo huge. and Pittsburgh are both making the playoffs. Kansas City, Miami, probably both making the playoffs. Tampa Bay's making the playoffs, you know? Um, well, this one up. Especially if the Raiders, yeah, if the Raiders lose this game, they're pretty much done. I mean, they'd have to win out. They have to beat Miami and hope Miami right. has some losses. But um, this is huge for the Raiders, even more so than the Colts. All right, I'm sorry. Coin flip here. I don't feel great about it, but I'm taking the Colts only because I'm wrong about on them every single week. But uh, I think I'll go with them uh, this week. Uh, Raiders not as bad as they look. Colts also not as bad defensively as they looked last week. Yep. But I'll I'll take the Colts. All right, Parlay kid, you're the Ravens expert. You took them for the night game tonight. Yeah. Uh, they are at Cleveland. Oh, as great as Cleveland looked, they're an underdog on the road to a team that has an inferior record. Baltimore favored by one and a half in Cleveland Monday night. Fun game. Uh, I like the Ravens. I think you do as well. I mean, it all depends on what happens tonight and barring injuries. Uh, yeah, you know, sound flip uh, flip flop flopping back and forth on this game as as you guys are talking. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, which way do I want to go here? Because you know, I we talk about fishy lines. I, I don't really, I don't know if the Ravens should really be the favorite in this game on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of seems a little fishy. Like, why are they why are they favored here? Uh, but I, I don't believe in that. So, um, yeah, I, I think a lot will depend on tonight's game. Uh, but I'm going to flip here, Sal. I'm oh. going to say the Browns are going to get this game. They're going to, as the dog here, I'll take the points with the Browns. Hmm. Uh, plus, uh, I think they're going to have a little bit more rest time here, right? The Browns are going to have a full yeah. week and an extra day uh, compared to the six days uh, from now till the uh, next game for the Ravens. So how about I, how about a full week, an extra day, and three quarters? Since they really just blew out. I Tennessee. mean, that's like, true. They kind of they, really, they kind of yeah. were on cruise control. You're right. Yeah. That's a great point. They were on cruise control at least for the second half of that game right. the other day. They didn't have to put forth the max effort. So good point. Um, so I think all you know, all those things aside, and Cleveland's going to do what they do, right? They're going to pound the ball, mm-hmm. and with Chubb, as Harry has mentioned many times, with Chubb, with Chubb. They've been they're six and one with Chubb in their lineup. Mm. So let's let's seven say Cleveland's gonna seven get that game. Seven to one now. Seven to one after this week. Right. So I, I think as the dog, I'll take the points here, Sal. I know I flip-flopped on this, but I'm thinking the short rest time for the Ravens. Having to travel to Cleveland. I know it's not much of a road trip, but uh I, I think Cleveland, which is pounding the ball, they're gonna be very physical with the Ravens. I mm-hmm. think I think they win. And Mayfield's been a a little bit even more than a game manager as of late. He's been pretty good. He has. I think uh, 
like you were going off on the Giants, like uh, people are going a little crazy. I think people won't go a little crazy about Mayfield because you're supposed to have more than two good games a year, right? At this point for Mayfield, sure. but he did great, great play fakes, everything kept, had the Titans off balance. I still think the Browns could be the Titans of last year, right? Just, uh, you know, just run, just, just run down everyone's throat. Their defense plays well, obviously, obviously a different uh, ball game when Miles Garrett is in there, like him or hate him. Um, that said, I like the Ravens here. They, they need the game more. I'm playing the overreaction thing. I think people are overreacting to how great Cleveland was. I get that uh, it's not a lot of rest there. It's going to be five days for the Ravens, but uh, I think they win this. They beat them up pretty good last time. I think it's a close game, but they take it. Parley Kid, real quick, NFC East thoughts. Don't even take the Cowboys. Cowboys-Eagles are out of it, right? So you got the Giants minus 140, yeah. Washington team plus 165. Those teams that I mentioned that are, don't have a chance. Yeah, I mean, Dallas even though Dallas' schedule is very weak down the stretch here, but probably a loss tonight. And look, Zach Martin's done for the year. People don't realize how big. With, when he hasn't been in the lineup this year for the Cowboys, they've been terrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's probably done for the year at this point with the calf injury. So the Cowboys are not going to. They're out. The Eagles are done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the Giants at minus 140 and the uh, the Washington football team at plus 165. So I'm going to take the Washington football team here. So I'll take the I'll take the plus uh, money here, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why. The Giants have Arizona, Cleveland, home, at Baltimore, home versus Dallas. So they do have three out of the last four at home. I right. think they split these two between Arizona and the Browns, and then I think they'll split at Baltimore and home versus Dallas. Probably losing to at Baltimore. That's two and two. Now, that means San Fran, because they've, uh, not San Fran, excuse me, the Washington football team, I know they're playing San Fran mm. coming up. Um, they have to win three because the tiebreaker is going to go to the Giants. But hear me out on this, okay? They got this game coming up with San Francisco. It's an Alex Smith kind of homecoming game, right? Right. I, I feel like this team uh, will really rally around uh, Alex Smith here. And... They'll, they'll win this game against San Fran. That's one. Then they're home against Seattle. Seattle's the type of team. We've seen it. They could, on the road, they might lose this game. Yeah. So, But I'm going to say they, lo- they lose to Seattle. I'll give Seattle that game. Now they got to win their last two. They're home versus Carolina. Another game, Ron Rivera against Carolina. Oh, yeah. The team will rally for Ron Rivera this time and win that game. And now they're going to have to win their last game against Philly in Philly. Philly's done. Washington wins this division at plus 165. They go 3-1 and one the rest of the way. Giants go 2-2. Two and two. Sorry, everybody. Mm. Uh, Washington football team. That makes good sense, Darren. Makes good sense. I am going to – here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the Giants. <laughs> Thanks, just Harry. So Thank that you. I, I, could, I could hope I'm wrong when I say the Giants, and then uh, I get it both ways, right? Like I right. told you yes, I said the yes. Giants, and the Giants wouldn't have been – Parlikid, did you feel like weird, like weirdly defending the Giants in the NFC East when they beat Seattle? Like it's kind of a proud moment a little bit. Like, oh, this division isn't dead. And then Washington yesterday, although my bets would I, I honestly, we both had Seattle, we both had Pittsburgh money line, so can't be so proud. But um it, it's a weird position these teams that we hate are putting us in, right? Defending they the are, division. Um uh, they are. <laughs> and but again. Uh, I, I don't think the, the records are anything to write home about, so nobody should yeah. get excited about right, it. Right, exactly. For you know, look, you know, when the Cowboys beat the Vikings, we weren't doing cartwheels uh, 
uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, uh, well, maybe I was. I, I kind of was yeah. excited. I kind of was. Harry, one <laughs> word. Who wins this division? The Cowboys. All right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. He doesn't believe that. That's two Brian, words. What about and, you? Uh, uh, Giants. That's one word, Harry. Giants. Cowboys is still one word. <laughs> I'm going Giants. I also. All right. That brings us to our unsponsored segment, the Make Believe Riverboat Casino, where each week the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions related to sports and pop culture events. Hanukkah starts this week. Is that true, Joel? It starts Thursday, right? It is Thursday. I can't wait. What did you get me, pal? Well, uh, that's a, a surprise, right? Wouldn't that ruin the whole all the festivities if I told you right now? But anyway, <laughs> uh, my mother is Jewish. So uh, I feel like we could do this segment here. Harry, we asked you the other day off off uh, Mike. We asked you how many days there are in Hanukkah. And you told us you thought there were eight. I did say eight, right? Yeah. What are there? I don't know. Twelve? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's twelve. Is there twelve? Okay. But you said eight. Yeah, it's uh, twelve okay. days of Hanukkah. Uh, yes, exactly. Of course. There's a whole song about the twelve days of Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Never met a Jewish person go. until college. So, you know, give me a break. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yes, that was uh, 30 years for, to now to learn yeah. uh, how many days are in Hanukkah. There are eight days, you idiot. There are actually eight days. It's not 12. <laughs> anyway, it starts this week. It's Thursday. It got us thinking, uh, what is the greatest season in Jewish sports history? Joel Solomon. I don't even know how to phrase that question, but I think that's the way to do it. Greatest season in Jewish sports history. Um, not Jewish sports, but in sports history for Jewish people. Anyway, you'll get the idea. Sandy Koufax, 1963, minus 220. Sue Bird, 2004, 4-1 to one odds. Mark Spitz, 1968, 6-1 odds. Andre Tippett was Jewish. Defensive back for uh, the Patriots, 1984, 20-1 to one odds. Had a great year. Or the field at minus 180. All right, uh, Harry, let's uh, go with you. You've not met any of these people. Well, I'm going to go off the I'm going to go take the field. I'm going to take Mark Spitz, but I'm going to say 1972 season. Where oh, I see. Okay. In the Olympics in Munich, he won seven gold medals, was named World Swimmer of the Year uh, in three times in his career, in 69, 71, and obviously in 72. Uh, also from 68 to 72, set 33 world records, was inducted into the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame in 1979. Why not take a guy who likes to be in the pool like I do? Mark Spitz is my man. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities with you and Mark Spitz. Um, seven medals in 72? Is that what he did? That is correct. What was the 68 year? Seven that was just gold. His first, that was just his first uh, gold medal year in 68? I believe it was, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brother Bry, what about you? Greatest season in Jewish uh, sports history. Yeah, well, in terms of career, you have to give props to Sue Bird, right? Overall career, four yeah. championships, four Olympic titles, two NCAA championships, undefeated season. Uh, one guy I was thinking about was Sean Green. I think mm -hmm. he had uh, 49 home runs one year, but he had 40 over in three seasons. But um, when looking at just pure like one season, in you'd have to go Colfax. In 63, he won the Cy Young and the MVP. It was 25 and 5, uh, 1880 ERA, over 300 strikeouts, 2 and 0 in the World Series, in a World Series where they swept the Yankees. So uh, I think in terms of just one overall great year, it would have to be that. That was my pick, Brian. I mean, you could go with Sandler and Waterboy, or you can go Sandler and Happy True. Gilmore. Tr tremendous seasons. Tremendous seasons. Almost untoppable. Um, and, uh, you know, he had mental difficulties in, the, in, in uh, Waterboy, so he overcame all that, too. But, uh, yeah, 25 and 5, 188 and 63, like you said. Had 26 wins in 65 and 27 in 67. Crazy. It's so funny because he was – 
on the Brooklyn Dodgers, as my father tells the story, he was a wild pitcher. He would hit the back backstop. Then they move to L.A. and he becomes this phenom and uh, a whip of 0.875, like you said, in that one year, uh, 63. Uh, I'll go with uh, Sandy Koufax right there as well. All right, Parley Kid. What do you like? Yeah, I, I think you left a very important baseball player off this list. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to take. Gonna uh, I was going to go Hank Greenberg. Hank Greenberg. I was going to yeah. go Hank Greenberg. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he hit uh, one year. I think 1937. He hit 337 and 184 RBIs. But, Crazy. Sal, in the summer of 1994, mm-hmm. our friend John, Von John Darrow Finken. Oh. In softball hit 350 he actually out hit hank greenberg so why would really maybe going down as one of the greatest seasons and we what we know about von john mm-hmm. what he did in this season he see he did something that nobody has done since or before he perfected what was called the swinging bunt oh yeah right so if you remember what he would do he could run right so he he knew his ability level so mm-hmm. he would take like a little <laughs> bit more than a check swing and right. dribble one to third, and he would beat it out, Sal. When we watch baseball now with all these shifts, if somebody could just perfect that little thing that Finken did in the summer of 1994 mm. when he hit 350, out hit, out hit Harry by 350 is, is that, points. Is that, is that, who, is that uh, who Jeter stole his from? Uh. <laughs> so our friend... Von John Daryl Finken, a Good legend, and in, in, in some, especially this summer, nineteen ninety four, hit three fifty. Sal, wow, I would that's surprise, and that's twice Harry's uh, lifetime average, right? Dar- Darren was well, that, at least da- twice. Darren at was at least Von, twice. Was Von John's on base percentage better than Sal's that year? No way. Uh, actually, I, I think I looked at that year. I think I sent you. I think Sal hit six fifty that year. Thank you, Harry. Great. Don't be stupid. I I, uh, say, Von, I said on base percentage, maybe walks. <laughs> Von, Von John also was probably one of the first few players in softball history to be called out multiple times for bunting. Well, so that's the thing. He had to get <laughs> it. Had to it work depend, on. Depended on what umpire you got, right? Right, right, exactly. And it also launched the uh, a, a softball feud that I've never seen before oh my against gosh. a team that was not made up of Jews. I don't want to say, but we, uh, I mean, it was a crazy, people threatened to come back and kill us and shoot mean us. Machine. The mean the machine. Mean, and we still played. Like, I'm going to come back with a gun and shoot you guys. Like, okay. There was, That's what yeah, happened. There was That's a, what happened. There was we a have body slam left. on the body slam. That's what happened. Bo- there was a body slam on the field. Steven Bonavita. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, our friend Steven. <laughs> and it was all because of Von John's swinging bunt. Yeah. Yep. Parley kid, had, Parley kid had a softball. Uh, the guy fired a softball. Yeah, for some reason, the guy right. was blaming me. Six, six feet away at Darren's head. Yeah, for the guy. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, what was he after me for? I didn't do anything. I wasn't the one. You know, I have no he idea. Knew. What he knew. He knew you were cooking the books. You were behind <laughs> the swinging bat. You beat me to it, Sal. You beat me to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim Cunningham, who do you like for greatest season in Jewish sports history? Von John Finken, really tough to beat. <laughs> yeah. Um, at first, I didn't realize Sue Bird was Jewish. I thought yeah. she, she had played at Christ the King. So I looked it up and she's from Syosset. And well, Christ, was Jewish. Christ yeah. was Jewish, too. So. Right down the road True. from Brian and I. Right. Um, yeah, I knew I had some cousins who went there. So I was thinking that's weird. And also her dad's name is Herschel. So that checks out according to mm. Wikipedia. So um, her dad's Herschel was, Walker. Yeah, and a lot of people. <laughs> there you go. I was thinking maybe um, the Hebrew hammer, Matt Bernstein from Wisconsin, who I played against in high school. 
Yeah. And then maybe uh, Bill Goldberg in 97, oh, yeah. 98 was right. 173 and 0 during his streak in WCW. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Tamir Goodman, who was the Jewish Jordan. If you remember this kid, right. totally in 97, 98, averaged over 35 points a game in high school, junior year mm. of high school. Got a scholarship to Maryland. He turned it down because they played Friday and Saturday nights. And then uh, wow. I think he was going to go to Towson, and then he ended up playing in Israel or something. But you remember no him, the kidding. Jewish Jordan? Yeah, right. I remember that name. Yeah. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> Harry, you remember that documentary? <laughs> he had red hair. Harry, I'm surprised you didn't say Dolph Shays. Look up Dolph Shays. I did. I looked what it he up. Did I looked for Syracuse. I did look I up. Figured it's all Syracuse all over the place. I thought that you would do it. What do you care about, Mark Spitz? Well, you I know, but it's pool? still Mark Spitz, seven gold medals. I mean, in the right. one Olympics, it's pretty amazing. But I did look up Dolph Shays. His stats, I mean, he was great. I mean, only a championship I think Syracuse has ever had uh, in right. professional sports, but uh, still went with Spitz. All right, Joel Solomon, thank you for this question. Happy Hanukkah. Who is your, do you have anyone to add or did we cover them all? I mean, Dolph Shays, Danny Shays, Amari Stoudemire, there's so many. Uh, (laughs) I'm with Jim though. I mean, Bill Goldberg, 173 in a row, he wouldn't wrestle on Yum Kipper. I mean, that is hard to beat, Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg, I have a scar, it's hard to see in my, uh, my, he's responsible for it. I pillow fought him on Jimmy Kimmel Live and I was, uh, I was getting the best of him and he was getting the best of me. And then I tried to tear away and he grabbed my shirt. I was running away and the shirt rips off and my head hits into a curtain. And behind the curtain was a three inch nail missed my eye by like this Ooh. much. And I have a scar going down and he was very, very apologetic. And uh, our uh, producer, Daniel Kellison, instead I had to go right to the hospital. He's like, no, no, no. You have to stay out here for uh, the sign offs in act seven. <laughs> So I'm like a fucking bloody mess. Uh, I got to get footage of that. That's uh, It was really the wild, wild that west back great. then. All right. Uh, let's go Sharp Tank. Did you guys go 0-3 last week? No, I won. Oh, I you had, won. Bro. I had the okay. best the best Sharp Tank of all time. The the Pats getting a point and a half. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Winning 45 nothing. I'll never do that again. That was great. That is a massacre bet. You won that. Oh, oh man. So you should have nice. won. won a lot. All right. Let's start with you then. You got the hot hand. You are yeah. red, red hot. Yeah, yeah. Two in a row, <laughs> two in a row, which is red hot. Um, it's crazy. Uh, you guys are probably going to hate this game, but I am going. I'm going to take Iowa plus a half at home against Wisconsin. Minus 106. 106. I'm so sick of watching this Wisconsin team. Yeah. I, for some reason, I keep falling into this damn team. It's like they play in quicksand on offense. Is there a slower team in football? I don't. I don't know how they ever win. I mean, they look especially slow, this team. It's just like right. a bunch of slow white guys on the field. The freshman Mertz, who was supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks coming in this year, has really struggled turning the ball over, uh, especially against Northwestern and against Indiana. Iowa's defense is really good, too. I think they're better offensively than Wisconsin, no matter how much I hate that Iowa quarterback's goatee that he has. Uh, they've been better. Uh, Iowa's lost four in a row in this series, so this is the one they have to get. This is the one they have to get. And while Wisconsin is struggling, I think Iowa wins this game. They're getting a half a point, but I think they win this like 24-17. Am I crazy or do we never used to see plus a half a point, minus a half a point? Yeah. Never. 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 The thing is, too, uh, it was like plus two originally. Right. So it was even or plus two and a half, maybe even a little I, more. I thought they just go even and then minus 120 or plus 110 or something. But, yeah. All right. Okay. Let me so look at that. 
What happened with Wisconsin? No, the the Long Island quarterback didn't work out, right? Is that no, he's no, he, he, had, he had foot surgery. They were much better. They were great with him last year. Okay. Um, yeah. Hey. Especially especially in that bowl game, but they've gone to this. He had foot surgery, and they gone to this fresh. Long Island kid might struggled. be starting for Michigan this week, Sal. Really? Yeah. County kid and a yeah. short waiting river quarterback started again for Navy. So no, that's uh, Long, Long Island football is on the rise. We have Army Navy this weekend, right? Is that this weekend? Yeah, yeah. our line's you're, probably starting in that game. Yeah, Sal, Good you're sure. Sal, your favorite game I of love the year. It. I love uh, it. I, I, I was gonna take the under or Army in this game, but I've I've decided to stay. By the way, Brian, I look. I'm with you with Wisconsin and watching, especially their offense. I think I'd rather watch Army Navy three yeah. games straight oh, than watch Wisconsin's much, offense. It's much better. Yeah. Much better. Uh, Harry, what do you like? Uh, you're going college also. Yeah, I'm going to go college. I'm going to go Alabama, Arkansas, over 68 and a half. Last three weeks for Bama, they hung 63 on Kentucky, 42 on Auburn, and 55 last week in Baton Rouge. Quarterback Mac, jo- Mac Jones, been amazing. 76% completion percentage. Uh, Najee Harris, a running back, uh, gone going for over six yards of carry. And wide receiver Devonta Smith, Darren, you mentioned him in a tweet earlier this week. He's been amazing. Yeah. 80 catches, 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns. And the Hogs uh, have been decent this year. But, boy, last three games um, combined, two of them, 98 points against Florida and 98 points last week against Missouri. The teams combined for, I'm going to go over 68 and a half. Now, I think Alabama might. People might think they might be looking ahead to Florida here, but still, you can't stop their offense. And and even with their second team, uh, Saban's going to put the numbers up, so I'm going to go over 68 and a half. Arkansas will get theirs, too. You might not see that second team as quickly as you would think with Mac Jones and the Heisman race, right? Just True. wants to pad those numbers, probably. All right, Parley Kid, you going UFC? Yeah, you know, Sal, as you, uh, the disclaimer you put on before, you know, I was looking at all these, like, really <laughs> teasers that I, I was like, oh, yeah. I could come up with a teaser for this week, but I'm just like, I better stay away from the teasers. It just hmm. just doesn't seem like it, something will, will happen this weekend. So right. I'm going to be taking a parlay, basically an even money line parlay here uh, in the UFC card this week. It's uh, Figueredo versus Moreno. I'm taking Figueredo. He's minus 355 on the money line. Uh, these guys just fought a few weeks ago, uh, but their fights were so easy they they've moved this fight up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know they made this fight for three weeks later. So right. uh, I like Figueroa. If you've seen this guy fight, he is um, how can I put it? He fights with bad intentions. He really he mm. really looks like he wants to kill someone out there. So I really like him. He's minus three fifty five for a reason. And I like Tony Ferguson this week uh, against uh, uh, Oliveira. Um, uh, Ferguson, look. He he's been in the ring against he's probably the great one of the greatest UFC fighters never to really hold a belt or win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, he's battle tested. He did uh, Gaethje beat him up uh, in his last fight, uh, but at the same point the the, the uh, cowboy here uh, on the other side um, hasn't really beaten. You know he beat Kevin Lee in his last fight. I I, I don't think he has the uh, qualifications to beat a ter- Tony Ferguson uh, who's minus okay. one eighty four on Fanduel. Could find him, uh, you know. He's right around there. You might think that line might even come down a little bit uh, in, in a couple of days. But minus 102, money line parlay, um, Ferguson, Figueredo uh, All right. this weekend. Ferguson, Figueredo, minus 102. Brother Bry has Iowa plus a half over Wisconsin. Harry, Alabama, Arkansas over 68 and a half. I'm going to go. I'll live and die with you, Brother Bry. Coming off a 45 nothing win. Something, something's got something's to give here. I think you win. 
here. Iowa uh, will have fun rooting against uh, Wisconsin's three and outs, and hopefully it doesn't come down <laughs> to the, the wire there. I'm going with Bry at Iowa. All right, you guys, uh, Bry, what do you have going on? I'm at the brother Bry on Twitter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been sitting in my basement, just never <laughs> leaving, just watching all these sports and just draining my bank account. Watch them um, while we can. We got basketball coming up too in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, Craziness. it's just just tons of stuff. I mean, between college, you know, just the college basketball being on. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this this um, pay per view. This uh, UFC pay per view should be really good. good I I actually like Oliveira a little bit better than Ferguson in this fight, oh. but but it's hard to say. Plus, you have uh, the jo- Joshua's fighting too this weekend in boxing against. Oh Pino. right. Right. Oh, I'm going to have um, to put that so we on got the that, I know. It's like minus 1,300, uh, though, which is like, crap. yeah. It's like, that's so tough to... I did the I, smart thing. I, instead of going Spence on everything, I took Spence by decision. Yep. Never really a, a doubt that he was going to knock yeah. him out or get knocked out. So yeah, that, that was, was funny. I just, I just had to hope that the, the the judges did their jobs, and they did. It was about 8-4, right? 9-3. Yeah. I think it was right in there. Yeah, um, yeah. They got it right. All right, Parley Kid, what about you? At the Chalk Talker Sal, same yep. thing. We got, uh, you know, just sports, more sports, and more sports. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I saw, I think hockey's looking uh, January 13th, I think. Right. I saw today. 56 game season. Uh, I'm sure they're going to come up with some type of Canadian, uh, right. you know, maybe Bubble division, machine. et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I can't wait. NBA, I'm not. You know the NBA is. I'm actually excited for the NBA this re- really? year. Maybe it's the uh, Obi Toppin thing with the Knicks. I don't know, but I'm excited for that to start too. So, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of yeah, stuff. absolutely, lot of stuff. Harry. A lot of stuff with you, or not a lot of stuff. Uh, decent amount of stuff. Now I'm now not a resident of Scottsdale anymore. Now I'm a. Oh. I could say I'm a resident of Phoenix. Um, it's going to be mm. 83 degrees today, so uh, just going to head to the hot tub as soon as we're done here. At AAO, Harry, right. uh, I know we we got to get going here, but I've been armed. No, I, some, I need uh, to hear the Harry story. Okay. What's going well, on I, I, the, apparently someone. Me too. I don't Harry needs to, to hear. Harry needs to hear it too. Well, you're living with your girlfriend and she doesn't want to work. Is that what's going on? That's not true. No, that's not. True. <laughs> you were told that she was going back December 3rd and then you called her on it and she's like, no, January 3rd. I didn't. And, I didn't. And I didn't, Ken, Ken is Ken is livid about this. I, I didn't call her on it. I could have swore that she told me January third. So I, if I, if I gave Ken the wrong information, I apologized. <laughs> but she's okay, going good. back to work on January third. All right. And Harry's so- talking as if she's right in the room. He's getting really. Is she there? Yeah. Where is she, Harry? And Are you, you don't sitting want to on her shoulders? Anything? What's going what on? What is going on? She's going to start massaging Harry soon. So uh, start shaving his back. Maybe you could do that for us. Next well, this time. is what she's doing instead of working. She's shaving Harry's back in the shower. I mean, wrong it, it, it would be better to go back to work, wouldn't it? Who's That's paying the point? rent there in Phoenix? What's happening? Yeah. Um,. It's not a tough haven't, question. Haven't, haven't been discussed. Hasn't been discussed yet. So, <laughs> oh. and, and Harry, Harry, there's oh. a hot tub at the house too. There's a hot tub at the. Uh, there's hot tubs everywhere. There's hot tubs you everywhere. Think it's, right? hot, it's hot enough, right? You think you don't need a hot? Tub I know. And, and, well, I my, know. my thing is, out like, uh, if I'm here, shouldn't I donate to the funds of the bills? <laughs> oh, Wouldn't you're talking you about that's... something else. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, to the rent, to the to the cable. To oh, the okay. Water. So, all right. So I... now. I'm... I'm starting to see what's going on here. So Ken told you that uh, you shouldn't have to pay anything for living with her, right? And you're saying yes, you should. Because okay. because I didn't pay living with him, but I explained to him that 
yeah, I didn't pay anything to live at your He's place, like, but but mm-hmm. I did tons of things for you, and you have me basically for 24 hours a day. If you need something, right. I'll respond and get back to it. Because I said, if you sent me a message and I said, and I didn't respond for six out eight hours, you would be upset because I, you have me at during that time to do you do your errands for you. And if I <laughs> you ask me to do something, you I will can't do make it. this up. I wonder if anyone cares about this. Hey, anyone Harry, a real man but would Sal, let, really. We'll let his girlfriend pay for everything, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Harry's got January 3rd circled five times on his calendar. That's your Super Bowl. (laughs) Shouldn't I donate to the fund, though? I mean, honestly, I mean, he says that I should donate to the fund. This is your new living situation. You got it right now. Sure. I mean, this is the woman you're going to marry. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe (laughs) (laughs) no, no ring yet. Jim, do you have any comment on this? Can we can we sum this up? What should what should Harry do? Should he pay why rent? Does, why does he keep calling it donate? Yeah, right. Donate to the fund. That, well, guess what? I mean, yeah, no, I know. But I mean, again, the reason why I didn't pay Ken anything Chip is we in. had a deal. I told him we had a deal. I do. I, you have me for 24. If you need a favor, I'll do it. I'm running around I all see. over the place for you still and not getting paid. He's like, yeah, right. but I paid you back then. I said, OK, that was between that was the deal. Now it's the same you, thing. Can I you do you, favors? For her, for the rent, or <laughs> yeah, right. How does yeah. that work monetarily? I don't understand. Jim, wow. are you donating to your parents' fund over there? <laughs> no, actually, they better not hear this. <laughs> we gotta. I gotta go. Harry, do you and your girlfriend do you label the food in the refrigerator too? I'm not. I'm trying of to figure not. out this arrangement. No. It's fine. separate bank accounts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no bank, bank accounts. Here? It's all Western Union, Jim. You know that. Yeah. Come on. Let's not all, be silly all, here. all the milk in that fridge is like seven weeks too old. Isn't oh, it? Who's yeah. paying for the wheat soda, cream. Harry? Just cream. Yeah, that's true, Harry. Is wheat sodas, pay I, wheat I, soda? I pay for those. I pay for those. <laughs> all right. Wow. Wow. That well, is so I, much I still didn't get an answer out of you, Sal. I don't even know what that fucking question is. What I is forget, it? I forget it. I is know. Big Mike paying oh, for sh- the house? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Well, he, he's uh, still he's no Jersey still Mike. Jersey Mike's is paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 yes, I don't know. I got she's not working. Yeah, I think uh, someone's gonna have to pay. Right? <laughs> Mike and Ike's are paying for it too. I don't know. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's enough. You'll give us an update next week on um, something I don't even really understand what's going on. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Heel producer Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-